Business Foundations for Mums with me, Kate Butcher, is the podcast to listen to if you are a mum who is ready to launch your business, not sure where to start or wanting to turn that sideline into something more serious. It will be full of practical tips, mindset advice and inspirational and honest interviews with mums who are juggling business and motherhood. Supporting mums in business to turn your dream into a reality. And welcome to Business Foundations for Mums. Today, we have another inspiring mum who I'm going to be interviewing. And today, we have Katie Bowers from the Surrey Skin Clinic. So, Katie, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really, really excited to be here. Well, thank you very much for being here. And I want to start off by asking you to just give us a little introduction to yourself, your business, who you are, what you do, your family, how it all fits in together. Okay, so yeah, I'm Katie. I'm 42 and I'm a mum to Rosie and Albie. So Rosie is five and Albie's four. So I have those two lovely, lovely children keeping me extremely busy. I also have a dog. So I'm a dog mum and wife and daughter, la la la, all of the family stuff. I live in uh, Oxted in Surrey and I started the Surrey Skin Clinic last May. So I've only been in the business for a year. So I'm a newbie and I certainly have felt new to to business and obviously to the, the industry. So I'm a skin specialist and I follow an approach called corneotherapy. And this is a term that not many people know about and even people within the beauty industry don't know about it. So yeah, I'm kind of on a mission to, to change that so that it becomes more well known. And what corneotherapy is, it's an approach to skin where the outermost layer of our skin, which is the epidermis, is kept in contact and respected at all times. So where this becomes quite interesting is we're being constantly told to blitz our face, to scrub it, to peel it, to use retinols, acids, and goodness knows what else, all in the name of achieving a healthy glow. And what corneotherapy um, does is it, it teaches us to leave the skin as mother nature intended if we leave the top layer of skin alone and we don't aggravate it by using too many aggressive treatments or aggressive ingredients then that will eventually mean the whole kind of flow and balance of the skin will flourish so it's a different approach and it has power it still has powerful results but it's just educating clients on why it's much more safe and kind of approachable and sustainable it means that if you allow the skin to function as it should then you will achieve longer lasting results that actually will will last your lifetime so it's yeah it's been quite a journey because you know I've got two young children Albie works, Albie works, Albie doesn't work, Albie is at nursery three days a week so I'm currently working three days a week and then I have Albie on the other two days so starting off last year it was great because I was super excited but then I also had that kind of challenge of okay well today I've got Albie so I can't actually do anything on the business and that took quite a lot of getting used to um, and just by being present with him and putting my phone down I, that's taken a while for me to just switch off because there's always something that you want to do and you have to do but 
you just have to say no today is my day of 100% being you know a mum for Albie and that's it so it has been it has been quite a journey up until now <laughs> and I'm only in the beginning of of it so so oh, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> Amazing. I, I I didn't know anything about that approach to skincare at all. It sounds like a very natural approach as well. It is. It's very natural. There, it, it basically is just giving your, your skin a chance to function as it should. And what that means is allowing your skin or giving your skin the right kind of ingredients. Most skincare products, that you buy over the counter will have emulsifiers and preservatives, fragrance, and these just upset the natural kind of balance of, of the skin. So through cornea therapy has led me to discover a skincare line that follows the science of cornea therapy too, which is Dermavigils. And it has completely changed my, my whole kind of outlook on skincare has completely changed since I discovered dermavigils and, and corneotherapy and it's just yeah it, it takes some getting used to because obviously on social media we see lots and lots of um, treatments that shave the skin for example dermaplaning and whilst you get some lovely fantastic results that you know that you glow instantly and I've had it done I'm I have been there and done it and got the t-shirt before I discovered corneotherapy I was well I need that that miracle cream I need that six-step facial that's going to give me that in you know in, in, eternal glow and all it does is over time is upset the natural oils found in our skin and our skin barrier which is our skin barrier and our mature skin cells which are called corneocytes and they make up our stratum corneum and over time you know those those ingredients and those treatments will unfortunately disrupt the skin and you'll start to see redness dryness you might even break out a little bit more so corneotherapy just gives us your chin your skin a, a chance to, to breathe basically and we get amazing. back to how mother nature intended it to, to function that sounds amazing wow I mean I, I have to say I know nothing about skin or skin care I was taught by my mum when I was you know however old adolescence you know skin you know yeah. cleanse tone and moisturize every day morning and evening and, and and leave it at that and and I've never really done anything more than that I think I've had a facial twice in my life yeah and and that's about it for me I've never really done anything with my skin or really looked after it in any way shape yeah. or form but well, you're yeah you're probably better off doing that than having what I was doing I was trying out every single product that there was because I was searching for that miracle cream yeah. um and if you keep it simple moisturize you know cleanse moist tone moisturize yeah. SPF that's the important last step then mm -hmm. you, sh you should be fine it's when you start kind of messing around too much with different products and treatments that are too aggressive for the skin mm. and if you're using a skincare line that that doesn't support the skin which most unfortunately most skincare products off the shelf they mm. they have those emulsifiers that I spoke about then over time it is going to disrupt it is going to disrupt, disrupt the skin so yeah it's and it's a minefield out there it's completely overwhelming at some at, at times it was for me when I when I qualified to, yeah. to partner with with a, a brand that I want that kind of met my kind of my philosophy and my belief because it's there's so many out there absolutely and if I'm honest I mean I, I don't have a clue what goes into the, the products that I'm putting onto my skin uh -huh. I think we're all very conscious about what we put into our bodies in terms of what we <laughs> eat aren't we you know I mean like like 
many people, I look at the ingredients that are in anything I buy off the shelf and I make sure that there's certain things that I don't buy. And, you know, my, my, I don't like my children to have drinks that have got aspartame or however you pronounce it in, in there because various, various things that you just look out for and you avoid and, you know, avoiding palm oil that's not from sustainable sources and things like that. But actually when we put stuff on our skin, we're we're putting that on our bodies as well. And I I mean, to be honest, I had, no, I'm going to, change that slightly I have looked at the ingredients list on the back but it means absolutely nothing yeah. to me I don't understand it I don't know no. what any of those things are absolutely. so I don't know whether they're good bad or indifferent so it's yeah we, we don't have that knowledge field. do we no and it's such a minefield and actually the, the reason why I got qualified in skin is because I actually started a YouTube channel when my son was was nearly born I was pregnant with with Albie and I really wanted to I didn't want to become an influencer. I wanted, basically, I started my YouTube channel to give me an hour or half an hour of, of being not a mum, basically. Mm-hmm. I needed that space to, mm. yeah, I'd research products and I'd look at treatments and I'd look at trends and, and I felt like, oh, I'm, I'm really, really enjoying this, but I don't have, you know, who am I? Why is someone going to watch my video when I don't have a qualification? So I actually got qualified in skin so that, I could say on my YouTube channel, I'm qualified in skin, so therefore I kind of know what I'm talking about. But it wasn't until I actually did the hands-on training side of it that I, I thought, wow, I've got, you know, I've, I've I feel like a, a connection with the person that I'm, I'm doing the treatment, the treatment on. And then I did, and then from there, I thought I actually really enjoy doing the, the skin treatments, mm. but I just when I qualified it's literally like okay you've got your you've got your level two you can go out and perform treatments on your on clients and charge them and I just I thought I'd only just scratch the surface in terms of the skin and what it can do and Mm. you know how it functions and actually through that kind of search for a skincare line which every skincare line that I got sent to try, you know, third or fourth ingredient was fragrance. So, and some of them were, you know, the price for them was £120. And I sat back and I thought, I'm going to be selling a product to somebody with, they're basically perfume, they're spreading perfume over their face for £120. It just did not sit right with me. And fragrance is a big thing for me. And I remember having conversations at my training school and everyone's sort of saying, oh, you just you just need to get over it because it's, you know, it's part of the experience. It smells lovely. And and whilst I agree with that, because previously I'd buy products that smelled like a spa because I'd open it up and it would be like, oh, it's, oh, it's just like being a spa. Mm-hmm. It has no goodness for the skin. You know, our skin does not contain fragrance, so it doesn't need fragrance. And it's actually very um, disruptive to your, those oils, the lipids that I spoke about. Mm-hmm. So when you know it's a minefield for a consumer once you get qualified it's a complete minefield as well because they label up perfume in so many different different um names Mm. so you don't actually know what's what's in it unless you become like a a formulator so even as you know even professionals are you know it's a big 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 world out there that we don't really know the full extent of what's going into into that you know that product so it's it's you know, it took me a year. So I graduated in 2021 and I, I in about April and it took me nearly a year to find the, you know, the brand, uh, the skincare line that I felt 100% 
comfortable with par- partnering with. And it's it's because of their the corneotherapy that led me to to them. So it's really this is where skin specialist comes in because if you're you know buying a cleanser or a moisturizer and you you look and you go oh my gosh I don't know what 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 that means a skin specialist will have some idea of of the of the ingredients and it's it's, it's why it's, it's always good to you speak to a doctor about or a nutritionist about supplements and they mm-hmm. might recommend a supplement for you to go and take and you'll go ahead and buy it and take it mm. and when it comes to skin it should it should be the same approach but because mm. we see it every day we're looking in the mirror and it's attached to us where we you know it's attached to that attached to those emotions we think oh yeah that's fine we just I, I feel we don't give it the, the the care and respect that it it, mm. it really does need uh, and the skin is a oh it's a, an amazing organ that you know it, it self-renews it it can it tells you it's giving you clues when things aren't right internally Mm. and you know it's kind of a system for for response so you know if you're feeling a bit low if you've had late nights and you've not drunk enough water too much alcohol you'll wake up and you might have puffy eyes you might have slight redness or you might get some congestion and it's your body kind of saying right we we need to take we need to take care of ourselves. so it's yeah wow and it's It's am I right in thinking as well the the skin is the biggest organ in the body yes on the the largest organ Mm. yeah it's the largest organ and it's and I think we sometimes don't think of it as an organ but it is no it's 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 a living thing it's it's like you say it's yeah yeah, it, I mean, if we were to wear our heart, thank goodness we don't. If our heart was on the outside of us, you know, we'd be like, oh, it would just become, oh, that's our heart. But because it's inside us and it's the heart and it pumps blood around our body and it's like, it, if we don't, if we don't have our heart, we're going to die. It's the same with our skin. If we had our skin, if we didn't have any skin, we'd just be a mess on the floor. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it, I mean, it, it protects us. It, it, it's, it protects. Yeah. It protects. It holds us together. It, it allows us to feel and touch and sense, you know, sense touch. It's it's mm. an incredible organ. And it just, I feel with social media, you know, it's this so many, and it's brilliant because it means we're getting more educated where, you know, we have more kind of, we have more freedom in saying, actually, I'm going to try this for my skin. Mm. But if you don't know what's in the products, if you don't know what skin type you have or what your skin is telling you, mm. then you're probably going to end up aggravating it even more. And that's where, you know, skin therapists can come in and really help you to get back. I like to think of it like getting back to basics and really just allowing the skin to function as it should. Yeah, absolutely. And what kind of treatments and what what kind of things do you do for your clients to help them with their skin? So my treatments are literally my treatments are facials. So I will I haven't got any kind of machinery. Everything is my hands. I so it will be a facial treatment using the Dermavigil products and I've recently been trained with Abigail James who is a, a London she's a celebrity London facialist she and she's just oh, she's just an, an, an exceptional role model she's built, built her business up from scratch she's a single mum she had three children and she did all this you know whilst being a single mum and it was absolutely you know to spend those days with her training with with her experience which is like 20 years plus in the industry has has been incredible so now I'm able to offer 
Rejuvology to my clients, which is pure face massage. And it draws on lots and lots of different techniques, such as lymphatic drainage. We touch on acupressure, fascia, which is gently kind of molding and moving the tissue between your bones and and muscles you've got that skin fleshy skin that we roll and it's just incredible so I'm really excited to be launching that hopefully next month so yeah it's all hands on all hands on here (laughs) fantastic so can you only realistically work with clients who are in the same geographic location as you or do you do any online consultations Uh, of any sort no I can online I can do online because the, the power of zoom you know I can have a face to face kind of consultation online and then it's it's an in-depth consultation whether it's online or in person and from that I'm able to get to the real bottom of my client's skin concerns so I look at not just treating the symptom by find but but by finding the cause of what's going on and sometimes that might be an internal issue where mm. they're not taking the the correct supplements now I'm not I'm not a nutritionist so I will never tell any client to you know stop eating dairy or gluten or anything like that because it's beyond my remit but I have I know enough about essential fatty acids for example to know that it's a it's essential every skin cell is is it's required within the body and not just for skin but for for all of our cells so I, you know, will look at internal things as well as external because that it all plays, it all plays a part in why your skin is behaving a certain way. Absolutely. I mean, I know from personal experience, if, you know, there's for certainly, you know, there's certain time, times of the month when as your hormonal yeah. cycles change, where your skin changes, but equally there's, there's also, you know, certain times where, you know, maybe you've had a heavy weekend and the results of that definitely show through your skin the week yeah. after, or if you're you know having a particularly unhealthy week with your food, it, it yeah. comes out through your skin, doesn't it? You absolutely yeah. know what you're putting into your body through what, what comes out of your body and what's, what's showing through your skin without doubt. It's, it's incredible and you know our skin is giving us a clue you know it's saying slow down or if you're super stressed and you're not getting enough enough sleep you know that will all have an impact on, on your skin and you know I have I have clients that are like myself you know they've got a young family running their house they help out on their husband's business and this you know they, this particular client has always struggled hormonally with with her skin Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were, we were doing treatments and she start, you know, I put, I put her on dermavigils. She would see me every single month and the, the congestion, it kept on coming back. And I said, to, I said to her, you know, when you're stressed, your body, your, your skin can't heal as quickly as if you weren't stressed because mm-hmm. cortisol gets in the way and it starts playing havoc with everything. And this lady, she never stops. And I just said, you know, finding half an hour if it's just reading or listening to an ipod um uh, so a podcast or listening to some music just switching off will really really help and you know it's not through you know it there isn't a kind of a magic formula that will erase everything because you're you know what's going on internally i can't help externally through the use of use of products mm. you know we have to have an understanding of of what's going on with us and be honest enough mm. with with me to to say you know what I, I i don't switch off i am stressed 
and that can cause you know issues issues with the skin so it's just it's it's kind of sometimes I feel like I'm I'm a therapist as well as a, a skin specialist because mm. you know I spend an hour an hour and a half with my clients and you know when I see them regularly it's it's part of that process and that's what I love as well I love being able to you know to give a, a service that that truly does care for for the skin and it's not just about you know making loads of money because whilst I am in it because I'm a, it's a business I, I want to make money I, I wanted to feel that I'm doing it in the right way and by char- you know selling skincare products that contain fragrance just wasn't on the cards for me and it's you know it's being able to really truly help someone and their skin because that gives them confidence and it and it you know it's it's important it's it's, we see ourselves every day we look in the mirror and we want to feel good about ourselves so having that understanding of where my clients are at from a kind of mental health and wellness perspective is totally kind of just as important as what what they're using topically on their skin Amazing. And it sounds to me as well, you mentioned earlier as well that you have your your three days a week when you're working, but you have your two days a week when you really switch off from work to spend time with your son as well. And it sounds like you've really got a good level of of balance there. And I think, I mean, just talking about how stress levels and things like that impact on the skin, I think having that that balance is really important. So do you find having that balance within your family life impacts well on your business as well? It does, but it took me a very long time to get to this point where I I literally have to set limits on my phone mm-hmm. so that I have an hour, like browse, browser, web browser, mm-hmm. and then a little message will come up, five minutes left for the day, and I know that I've had an hour, and that might have been split up throughout the day, but it's really, really important because I wasn't being the best mum that I could have been you know to Albie when I was off with him because I was on my phone and I was thinking oh but I've just got to squeeze this in and I'd put the telly on for Albie which is fine you know for half hour or an hour whatever mm. use it that you need to get something done I, I mm. think use it or the iPads whatever it is but I found that I was thinking oh if I just put the tv on then I can go in my treatment room and he was actually watching it the tv for like 10 minutes then coming to find me and he's like what are you doing you know when I'm there he wants me to play with him he wants me to be with him and that's what that's what I struggled with in the in the early days and I just Mm. had to find a way to to switch off because Mm. it just wasn't it wasn't working and I was finding I I just wasn't being the mum that I wanted to be to on on those two and it's only two days a week you know you start school in September I'm never going to get those two days back so my mindset I definitely had a word with myself and just shifted my mindset and I think that's really hard to do I think a, a lot of yeah. mums myself included I'm I'm really guilty of when my children are at home sort of saying oh just you know have a bit of time doing whatever and and yeah. cracking on with some work and I think when you've got lots of work to do and when you might have your time when you're dealing with clients but there's always something else that needs doing there's always some more research or there's always something yeah. that needs to go out on social media there's always more to do the bookkeeping the whatever it might be yeah so it's, it's really easy to to get drawn into doing that stuff when you're actually on family time it's a real it is a real juggle you're right absolutely yeah I mean I had uh, Albie would very frequently come up to me and say mummy get off your phone can you put your phone down now can you come and sit with me 
And I think when he started saying things like that to me, I was like, right, I have to just try and kind of balance things out a bit more. But it mm. was very, very difficult in the beginning because I was so excited and I, I launched in May. So I had May, June and July and then I had the children off for the six weeks holiday. And, and at that time, you know, I just started. So I didn't have many clients booking in. But mm-hmm. I still felt I needed to be working on my business by social media and, like you say, research and just making sure that I'm sort of up to date with current knowledge. And it was so, yeah, it was it was a struggle, but I've, I've got there in the end. <laughs> it is. And it, it absolutely is a juggle. And the, the six week holidays are a real challenge for mums running a business. There's always a juggle and a challenge to do. And I think whatever route you go down, you always feel some guilt about it, don't you? There's always that mum yeah. guilt. If if you're putting them into clubs, if you're sending them off to do various things, you feel the guilt that you're not spending the time with them. But then equally, if you're spending all the time with them and you feel like you're neglecting your business and then you feel the guilt about neglecting your business. So getting that balance... I think there there is no such thing as balance. And in fact, on the previous episode, um, interview episode that went out, we talked about balance. I don't think yeah. there is such a thing as the perfect no. balance um, when you're no. a mum with a business. Because no. if one thing is going really well, the other thing is invariably. Yes, that absolutely. really resonated with me because it's so yeah. true. A saying that I keep saying to myself, that piece of advice is slow and steady wins the race. And it's just every single time I feel like, oh my gosh, I can't do what I want to do. I just think, you know what, it's, it is what it is because I've got three days a week and those three days are for me mainly to do hands-on treatment because mm-hmm. I can't have clients around when the children are here because that would not be relaxing for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it's just those three days are between the hours of nine o'clock till quarter to three. That is my, my window and anything outside of that is it just has to come it has to come second which is why I feel that it's taking me longer to attract new clients to get into a rhythm of being on top of the skincare and making sure that their products are you know replenished because Mm -hmm. I have to be messaging them and you know I haven't got a system in place for that yet because it costs money every month and I'm Mm -hmm. I'm not just there yet so I'm relying on my clients and and luckily they're fantastic at saying oh I need a new uh, my cleanser's running low please can I order another one so but it's things like that that if I get really really busy Mm. you know that that could actually start to affect my income revenue my my revenue so at the moment it's it's working because I I just can't take on another 20 clients because I wouldn't be able to serve them as the best that I can I want 20 new clients but it's slow and steady wins the race Absolutely. Do you know what? It's interesting that you you use that quote because actually that's a conversation I had yesterday with somebody. I, I have another business which is property investment, and I was talking to one of the mums that I met on a property mums retreat. And actually, one of the things that we were saying that on a message yesterday, slow and steady wins the race. Absolutely, yeah. and it has to be like that if you're a mum in business. I think, yeah. and, and certainly in that property sphere, I'm part of a, a group of mums in property. Yeah. Um, And I've been to a couple of their retreats and I'm on their Facebook group and go to their online events. And it's something that comes up time and time again, you know, that in that industry and in in some industries, things are really like, go, 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 get, you know, get up early, work all day, do everything. And if you're a young single man, you can spend all of the hours under the sun 
you know, yeah. investing and doing this and doing that and really sort of go getting for your business. But when you're a mum, you've got so many other responsibilities. Some of the things that that a lot of the trainers in that industry are suggesting and saying, you know, this is the only way you can make it work. It yeah. doesn't work for us as yeah. mums. It really doesn't. It really so doesn't. we've got to find a way to manage everything and, and fit it all in so that we can be yeah. present for our families. We can fulfill all our responsibilities as parents. We can spend time with our families and then use those pockets of time that we do have. And, and like you say, slowly but steadily build up our businesses yeah. in the time that we have. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. And not that there's any resentment because, you know, when I was working full time, I'm new to the, the, the skincare industry, the beauty industry, but it's always kind of been bubbling away underneath me. But before I, I stopped work, I was working in London. I was a business development manager. So I was having to take clients out and make sure that we had a steady flow of you know in our pipeline of work coming up and it mm. was when I got pregnant with Rosie you know we had that conversation because the hours the unsocial hours that was required from me just wouldn't have worked we're in the same industry that's how we met and Bill also at times has unsocial or social work that mm. you know sociable things that he has to attend for work but and so that means he's not getting home till super super late and we just decided that it, it just wouldn't be right for us as a family for me to, to go back to work. And Bill's life has changed, but in some ways it hasn't because mm. when he gets up, he gets up, he gets himself dressed and he goes off to work. When I was training with, with the Rejuvology a few weeks ago, one of the nights, it was a three-day course, and one of the nights the children had a sleepover and it was, I got up and I had a shower and I made a cup of tea and I didn't have to panic about getting the children up and making sure that they've got their packed lunches and you know their hair's all nice and neat and they've brushed their teeth and I drive and I was thinking wow this is amazing like mm. just to get up and go but obviously they've got their stresses and pressures and and a whole other thing that they're dealing with 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 work being a breadwinner as well you know Bill is the breadwinner that's a pressure as well but mm. it's just it just made I had a little snippet of actually getting up and just getting myself ready and leaving <laughs> it was it was lovely <laughs> absolutely definitely a novelty to get an opportunity yeah. to do that isn't it I without doubt gosh I know. and and that leads us on to I mean, you said that that you decided that when the time came when you had children that your husband was going to carry on working what was it that made you then decide that you wanted your own business well when I found out I was pregnant with Rosie and we decided that I'd stop work that you know of the decision I always felt like oh I'm going to need something I'm going to need to do something and I don't know what because I want my cake and eat it I don't want to go into London again because the hours but I don't want to work for next to nothing you know so I looked into beauty and at the time it was the full beauty qualification so nails waxing skincare and it was quite a lot of money for me to to do the training. And I, I walked away thinking, I'm, I haven't got the interest in the other areas of the, the qualification. So I kind of parked that idea. And then I thought, well, I can talk about beauty and other things that I'm really interested in on YouTube. No one will watch me, but that's fine. It will give me a sort of a moment, a period of time where I can do something and talk about things that... I like to talk about other than nappies and 
breastfeeding and all of the new mum talk that you surround yourself in because you're all in that same position um mm-hmm. and I'm not like boo-booing it because it got me through those you know early morning and late really early morning feeds it got me through that but I just needed something else and that's why I started my YouTube channel and that was brilliant and it but obviously there's no income it was mm-hmm. you know you spend this time and, and that's fine it, it was it served its purpose for me at the time because it allowed me a little bit of you know like an interest a, a, mm. a hobby but as I started really kind of niching down into my videos and that was the, the skin skincare products that's when I thought you know when you start researching and you think well what else is what else could I do and at the time mm. they had kind of got the hot that got the beauty therapy course and they had like sectioned skin the skin elements from it so Mm. by the time that I was looking when my son was born you could get qualified in skin so it's facial facial massage and skincare is the qualification so you didn't have to do the whole the whole other elements of the beauty qualification Mm -hmm. so that was it then when when I saw that oh my gosh you can just do skincare I signed up for mainly so that I had a qualification for my YouTube channel but then I actually was like I could do this and I could actually offer something that is extremely different because not like I say not many people know about corneotherapy Mm. and so I wouldn't be at competition with any other skincare specialists in my media area and Dermavigils the skincare line that I use is Mm -hmm. completely it's very very new in the UK well it's not new it's been around but just nobody you know it's not well known I suppose it's not well known exactly and the beauty of dermavigils is I can actually custom blend my client's own skincare products so every single treatment that I do on a client will be completely bespoke so I have 30 actives ingredients that I can put into a serum use on my client and then if they want to purchase that then they can and they'll walk away knowing that they've got something that nobody else will have because it's each blended to Mm. each individual so that led me into thinking I've I've got something very very unique that once people understand what corneotherapy is and how dermavigils work it will it will go boom because it changes skin and that's what I want to do and it changes skin whilst caring for that outermost layer of the skin there's no kind of aggressive treatments or aggressive procedures so yeah that's what led me to the Surrey Skin Clinic to set set that up fantastic my gosh and it is it's so much work setting up a business there's so many things to take into account and take into consideration and what would you say your biggest challenge has been so far my biggest challenge has been apart from the time and the balance my biggest challenge has been so when I set up the Surrey Skin Clinic, I, I went to a company's house and I became a limited company, which you don't have to do, but that's just the route I wanted to go down. And in my naive head, I thought, oh, well, now that I've registered the name, the Surrey Skin Clinic, that means nobody else can take that name, but it's not the case. And two weeks after I launched the Surrey Skin Clinic, there was another Surrey Skin Clinic launched mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Yes. So that was the biggest challenge that I had. My legs literally went like jelly because I was like, mm. how how can this be? You know, the Surrey Skin Clinic is a very, you know, 
definitely. There can't be another limited company of that name, but somebody can set up. No, there can't be limited, yes. And this is what the other person did. And actually, when I was going out for networking events, and I'd say, I'm the Surrey Skin Clinic, and they'd say, which one? So I was thinking, if that's people that I'm meeting, what are clients going to do? And and I then started receiving her bills. I received her, her business rate bill because I'm limited I'm registered so the for whatever reason the council over that way in Surrey just did a quick search saw me as a Surrey skin clinic and then sent me the bill so Mm. I was like what do I do how do I go about this um and the first thing that I did was I trade I applied for a trademark Mm -hmm. because I wanted to do it the correct way I didn't want to get into any kind of I did it first, but you know, kind of playground mm. behavior, which I'm sure it wouldn't have, but in my head, I was building mm. it up to something that it probably wasn't. I just wanted mm. to make sure that I'd gone through all the right channels before I approached the business and say, yeah. look, we can't be having the same name because it's mm. confusing. And also, I'm receiving your bills, which I don't want to do. And, it, you mm. know, I spent half an hour on the phone to say, this isn't me. Mm. so please can you sort it out because this isn't me one of the letters said if I don't respond then I will get a fine and I'll get a strike against my I was just like this has got to stop so that was my biggest challenge it caused a lot of it took me it took me away from positive energy into my business and it it was very very like anxious and negative so I applied for the trademark which you know it cost me money but it's what you do (laughs) um and once that was nearly at a completion stage, mm. I contacted the same the same business name and I said, look, we can't be trading mm. as the same names. And, you know, I, I said, I'm registered on Companies House. Um, that, that particular owner was a sole owner, a sole trader. Mm. So she didn't have to go through Companies House. So no, there was no reason for her to think, oh, the Surrey Skin Clinic. She said that she did check trademark the trademark kind of portal Mm. and it hadn't been registered at that point but obviously now it has and there was no I didn't have to get legal I didn't have to get any solicitors involved thank goodness Mm. because some advice that I got was oh you need to send a cease and desist letter and that will cost x like I didn't even know how much it cost because I was like I'm not hopefully I won't have to go down that route Mm. and thankfully she was very amenable and changed her name so Mm. Yeah, it's God. but that was the biggest challenge today, That's and I definitely don't want to, have to go through that again. <laughs> yeah, and and I, I've come across other other people I've worked with and other clients who've had very similar experiences, and it's really tricky if maybe somebody that there was a lady I, I work with I've just seen today actually, um, who had something very similar, and somebody had a similar name, but it wasn't close enough for it to be trademarked or anything like that, but also a very similar logo and very similar products and in the same geographical area. And everything was very similar, but not the same. So there was nothing that she could do about it apart from to approach this other person who in this instance wasn't as amenable. And it does just cause so much stress and so many issues. And it's really challenging because some people, you know, some people do intentionally. And I, I think possibly in this other scenario I'm talking about, some some people do actively go out and copy what they see yeah. as a successful business, whereas other people can do it quite un, unwittingly, just set up yeah. a business and not realise. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it does go to show that that sort of market research and checking that names are available and checking that there aren't other people trading under a similar name to you yeah. is so important because 
because it, it affects both businesses yeah. you know it can, it can negatively affect both businesses if there's somebody with a very similar name so it's it's Absolutely. a really important step what, not that, no what I found frustrating is when I thought of the name I straight away through advice of my web um, website um, engineer said he said make sure that you buy .com and .co.uk yeah so I did that and thank goodness I did because mm. There could be the SurreySkinClinic.com and she could have been the SurreySkinClinic.co.uk. Exactly. But what she had done is set up a website, uh, .net. So if that had been me and I thought of the Surrey Skin Clinic and I went to check if that domain was available and it wasn't, yeah. I would instantly think someone's got the Surrey Skin Clinic, so I can't Absolutely. use it. Yeah. But unfortunately, she went ahead and just got the .net. But yeah. for me... That would have been, I would have then done a little bit more digging and research yeah. and found out is the name taken or is, is it available? Yeah. So it was, yeah, it kept me up at night, so many nights just thinking, how am I going to approach this? Because I had no idea. Oh, it's so stressful, isn't it? Absolutely. So stressful. My gosh. So, but it's sorted oh. now. And Good. thank goodness she was totally like lovely about it and mm. I now wish her all the best <laughs> from Fantastic. at the start I was like oh my god damn it how could you do this <laughs> yeah um, I think like so, you say we kind of almost build it up in our heads as well don't we about how the other person might react or yeah, you know a lot of it's very easy to to overthink yeah. these things yeah my husband said just email her just email her and explain mm. I was like I can't do that yet because you know what if she then sets up a trademark for the Surrey Skin Clinic and mm-hmm. then I'll, I'll have to change it and I can't do that like mm. so yeah it was it was a challenge <laughs> thank you so that brings us on to finding out a little bit more about are there any specific tools that you use within your business that you think would be a good tool that you could recommend to other mums in business so at the moment, I mean, I, the, I an oldie but but goldie is Canva. I can't do without Canva. I've used it for my vouchers, for my price list. It's just incredible. I love it. And actually, even for my YouTube, I use it for my thumbnails mm-hmm. and remove, you can remove the background, which I think you have to pay for. But I just can't be without Canva. But more recently, I have discovered, and I'll get the name for you because it's literally a couple of days ago it's an art an ai kind of platform that helps you write posts so we're we thinking like chat something like chat gpt i think it might but yeah it's yeah. like so, so basically a post on instagram takes me ages i i overthink i read over it a hundred times because i want to make sure that it's right because i don't want to look silly mm. and then it ends up taking me an hour so what this does is you can literally type benefits of facial massage and it will come up with a paragraph and it's all fine to use it's all been like there's no copyright or infringement or anything like that and I just I'm going to look into it way more you can tweak it around and obviously make it your own but to have the body would be like seriously life-changing for me because I I overthink everything but at the moment I would Canva but you know everyone loves a bit of Canva but then I'll, I'll find out the name of this, this yeah. platform because it if it will is Chat GPT, I've I've heard quite a lot lot of people talking about it recently, and I'm actually going on some a, a content creation using Chat GPT training next week. It must be. I have also heard a few people saying that if you put the content directly from Chat GPT into 
social media platforms, the social media platforms can recognize if it's been written by AI right. and will reduce your reach as a result. Oh, okay. So it is still important to, to make sure that you can still use it, but yeah, then tweaking it, as you Tweak say, to it. your voice, just, yeah. just like you said, you know, making it yeah. your own. But equally, yeah. I saw a really good tip on, on LinkedIn where somebody had suggested that you, you can actually say to it, I'm going to upload three articles now that I have written. Please, can you use those to replicate my tone and my style of writing in future posts and in future articles that you write for me and then you upload your three articles here's the first article up, upload here's the second article you upload here's the third article you upload now in all future posts please replicate my tone of voice and I, I just think that's so incredibly that's clever isn't it it's um, quite scary what, what can be done now very scary and scary to think how that technology can change in the future but exactly. let's not go down that route that's a whole nother long conversation exactly. that I don't yeah. want to get into yeah. now or know enough about yeah absolutely yeah now at the moment I'd be happy with just giving me that that kind of that push mm. and then I can tweak it because I'd want to tweak it anyway yeah because it just wouldn't feel right just I would feel like a, a copy copycat mm. <laughs> so just having but just having that little bit of help would Amazing. be massive, massive for me. So I'm definitely going to be looking into that. Yeah, and, I haven't uh, yeah, used it very much on. at all, but I'm definitely going to be no. trying it out at some point well, soon. If, yeah. if you're doing that training, then mm. yeah, I'd be definitely, ha- definitely interested to find out more about that. Absolutely. And do you have a favourite business book that you would recommend as well? So it's not really business, but I've been reading Get Rich, Lucky Bitch by Denise Duffield Thomas. Duffield Thomas, yeah. Yeah, that's for me, that is money mindset that I definitely need a lot of work on when I started a business. But yeah, that for me has been my main book that's really helped me in my business because Mm. it's money mindset and we obviously need a good money mindset. And I'm also just generally very recently got into Davinia Taylor's Hack Your Hormones (laughs) book, which is incredible I love her she is she just tells you how it is and I've got audio book so and for me obviously skin hormones it's all related yeah. and, I, and I'm 42 so I, I could be you know getting to the perimenopausal um, stage so I just want to make sure yeah. that I'm I'm up to up to date with things so her book is is fantastic well, not that it's to check business, that one out but yeah <laughs> it's good for it's hacking your hormones and yeah. finding out why you're eating five packets of biscuits of a night which is what I do (laughs) fabulous I can't I mean this this question of hormones keeps coming up at the moment I keep hearing more and more people talking about hormonal changes talking about it in terms of like you say the 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 menopause and the perimenopause and about our cycles we had a a guest speaker talking in our membership about hormones and cycles and actually a conversation again I've been having this morning about you know my children my daughter's now 10 and some of the other children of the parents I was chatting to this morning were saying similar ages and we're going to need to start thinking about the changing hormones in our teenagers and children hormones is something we just I don't think necessarily know enough about in our own bodies to to really uh, don't and it's great that we're talking lots about menopause it really Mm -hmm. is and you could be approaching menopause for 10 years Mm. and in those 10 years you go through so many hormonal changes and if we were to just go straight to the the doctors because they're they're a general practitioner they will advise 
hormone replacement therapy which works for some women and it doesn't work for everyone Mm -hmm. and what Davinia Taylor is talking about is if we go if we go armed with a little bit more information then we're going to know what's happening to our bodies and we're not going to be so reliable on oh okay the doctor said I need to go on HRT so therefore I'm going to go on HRT you know would would just be would be a bit more knowledgeable about what's going on with our bodies Mm. and that's what I really like about her because from my point of view as a skin therapist and corneotherapy my Mm. aim is to educate my clients to understand the skin just a little bit more Mm -hmm. so then they're armed with the right kind of knowledge so they can look after it better so yeah I feel like oh hacking the hormones maybe I could do a hack your skin, <laughs> hack your skin, but that sounds a bit wrong. <laughs> skin, yeah, <laughs> skin and hormones, they're very, very much hand in hand, I suppose, aren't they? They are, they yeah. are. It's something that I'm very interested in. Mm. That's my second book. Although it's not business related, it is very, very of the time. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's very relevant, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, very relevant. Fabulous. <laughs> And before we finish, Katie, please, could you just tell us where people can find you, all of your links and places where you hang out and you've you've still got the YouTube channel, have you as well? I have, yes, I have. Tell us all about those places. So, yeah, so on Instagram, I am at the Surrey Skin Clinic and on YouTube, I'm Skin Talks with Katie. I also have a Facebook page, which is the Surrey Skin Clinic and those are my three main kind of platforms that I use so yeah go on to YouTube you'll find lots and lots of skincare products back in the day before I discovered corneotherapy so you can have a right old laugh because I have been there and done it and got the t-shirts and then my more recent videos are all about corneotherapy and skin health and how just by understanding a little bit of corneotherapy can really you can really boost the health of your skin fantastic and you've got a website as well I have yes which is www.thesurryskinclinic.com fantastic thank you very much well thank you I've really enjoyed listening to the passion with which you talk about your business and the passion you've got for for skin and skincare so thank you very much for sharing with that all with us today thank you for having me and thank you for your time and let me on your your podcast (laughs) it's been lovely to chat Thank you for joining us here at Business Foundations for Mums. You can find all of our episodes, show notes and blog posts at businessfoundationsformums.co.uk. You can join our free Facebook group called Business Foundations for Mums or our low-cost BFFM membership for additional resources and support. And you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook. 